0: Hello and welcome to episode 165 of The Dan York Report. I had a great day on Sunday afternoon, and it wasn't just the World Cup, it was before that. I was up in Woodstock, Vermont at the Union Ice Arena to play a game of curling. Curling in July, it was a pretty wild experience. Now, those who know me know that I love the sport of curling. And I play during the curling season, it typically goes from October through uh, March or April, at the Petersham Curling Club down in Petersham, Mass, about 45 minutes away from where I live in Keene, New Hampshire. And I play in a men's league there on a Monday or Tuesday night, and I, I coach the youth league, part of the youth league, on Saturday mornings. Well, we don't have ice at Petersham. It's too hot in the summer. We don't have the ice in the summer. And, but in, up in Woodstock, they have a ice arena where they do have the Woodstock Curling Club plays there. And they invited people up to come up and play. And it was, it was great. My daughter, who's 12 years old and is entering in the juniors program at Petersham this year, and she's been curling for the last three years, she and I both went up there and, uh, and had a blast. Now, it was wild, of course, to be going up and wearing shorts, sandals, everything else, t-shirts, and carrying in your curling gear and then going out on the ice to play. But of course we were doing this right after a hockey league and then there was a hockey league coming in right after us. The, the fun part about going there was partly just that neat aspect of playing sport of curling in July. The other aspect is that every moment I'm on an ice arena playing uh, curling reminds me of how awesome it is to be at a, a dedicated uh, curling club. You see, there's a, a big difference. If you go to a dedicated club like um, Peter'sham or Brewstones or anywhere, the ice is is I mean, they work extremely hard on the ice to make sure it's just perfectly flat. And level, and it's it's pristine in terms of the quality of the ice and everything else. It's just excellent. And so you, when you throw your stones, when you throw your rocks, you could be sure of what you're getting. It's it's just it's wonderful. It's great. And and generally in a in a, um, a dedicated curling club, you you know when you throw rocks on a sheet, you know generally they they stay the same. And from one game to the other, it's often very similar. Well, in an ice arena, um, it's completely unknown completely unknown because what happens of course is that there's hockey there's free skating there's whatever's going on and then somebody you know they run the Zamboni over it maybe a couple times they do something like that but that's it and then you go out and you put up the curling um well, you freeze in the the hacks they call them the things that you push off. You pour some hot water on them, and you you basically freeze them in place. And then they've already the Woodstock Curling Club already has the lines drawn um, when they put the ice in. Uh, they the lines are underneath there. So for the circles, for the houses, the house as we call it in uh, in curling, but the rings, etc. That all that stuff's um, already under the ice, so it's all good. And then you bring out the rocks, you put them on the ice, you do the whole thing. Now I had done this back in. 2005, 2008, we lived in Burlington, uh, Vermont. And there I helped some other folks who were getting what, what became the Green Mountain Curling Club up and going. And they curled at an arena in Morrisville, Vermont for a couple of the years there. And in the last year that we were in, in Burlington, I wasn't able to go when they were doing it at the arena. And so I started going up to a dedicated curling club up in Bedford, Quebec, which was about a 45 minute drive up from, um, from Burlington, Vermont. And it was wonderful. We used to do that. And and now I met somebody from Green Mountain uh, this past Sunday, and that's where they go all the time now. They have a group that goes up there and curls in Bedford, Quebec. But anyway, back to the ice arena. Uh, the challenge with an arena is that, you know, the Zamboni has just gone and and done its thing. Now, in Woodstock, they've worked with the Zamboni drivers and the folks to make it, the ice crew, to try to do what they can. And the Zamboni, you know, melted it all and then went back and scraped parts of it that's it's used. Um, but, you know, you still get wackiness because, you know, there was a spot where maybe somebody did a big divot with their, you know, skates or something like that. So there's a bump or that even the Zamboni can't fully smooth down. Or there's a natural curve to an ice rink or, you know, somebody was really spinning around and who knows what. There's, there's all sorts of things that, that go crazy because, you know, when you throw the stones, it, it just, it's wacky. Uh, you know, stones do like s turns. I mean, they do stuff that just would never happen in a in a dedicated curling club. And so on one level, you don't really get the full curling experience on arena ice because you certainly can practice your delivery. you can practice your 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 um, sweeping, you can do that. but the actual path, the strategy that is is um, is part of curling is the part I love, really. you know that is much harder to do. Uh, way back with the Green Mountain Curling Club we were going to make up uh, t-shirts that said Green Mountain Curling Club curl it if you can because it was like that it was crazy i mean uh, this won't make much sense perhaps unless you're a curler but you know on sunday we had to throw a number of shots which were what we call negative ice now to think about this if you're thinking of the person down at the end you're throwing a stone you're throwing your delivering the stone, pushing it down there toward the end. You have somebody at the other end called your skip, the captain, who is telling you where to go and throw the rock and which turn they want you to put on it. When you release the curling stone, you give it a little bit of a curve, a spin, and you either spin it to the left or spin it to the right. And so what happens in curling is on an ice sheet, the skip will, for instance, be down on your left, and he or she will tell you to give it a right hand turn so when you release the rock it'll have a little bit of a turn it'll be going down the left side of the sheet and then the right hand spin will make it naturally come back into the rings and all is good similarly the skip may be on the rights on your right side and he or she will indicate to give it a left hand spin and you will it'll come down the the right side of the sheet and then curve over into the rings this is all part of the strategy of curling well we had to throw what's called negative ice which is where the skip might be standing on the right side of the rink and the skip will tell you to throw it with a right hand curve which on a normal curling rink would have it go out of the sheet you would never do this on dedicated ice But you, you know, they'll be out there and they'll say, do this. And so you'll throw it down there. It'll be on the right side and it will have the spin that would take it out of the sheet. But because there's a ridge or a bump or an uphill curve, it will actually continue down there and possibly come back into the rings. It's just wacky because essentially you're curling uphill on a certain level. But we had that happen. We had stones that you would throw down and and they'd, you know, they'd think they were, you were going down okay, and then all of a sudden it would cross the entire sheet just doing stuff you would never do. Um, we had a lot of fun, though. I mean, it, you know, at the end of the day, it's all about the fun and, uh, and, and figuring out some of the strategy of what do you do? How do you do this with insurmountable kind of issues at times? And it brought me back to my days at the arena in Morrisville, Vermont, where we just had some days that you just, you know, you could not throw. I mean, you couldn't use half the sheet because it was terrible or there was a ridge that you'd ride down. It was just nuts. But in the end, we had a lot of fun. It was great. I'd never had the chance to play on a team with my daughter, um, with other adults and just playing in that space. And she did great. We had a great time. Um, We won. Um, so that was also a nice thing. And then we all, you know, my daughter and I joined a friend of mine down at a pub to watch the end of the World Cup, which was great to watch too. So, but that was curling on arena ice in July and the fun and challenges that it brings with us. It was a good time. If you ever get a chance to try out curling, do you give it a try and do, uh, you know, arenas are great places to try it out anyway and get to some sense of how it goes. And we're trying to build that in Keene, New Hampshire, too. If you go to monadnockcurling.org, we're looking to try to put together a group that's interested in bringing some curling to the area of Keene, and hopefully we can do it with dedicated eyes. Oh, man. That's all for now. You can leave comments here at soundcloud.com slash danyork or anywhere it's on social media. Thanks for listening. You can find more of my audio and writing at danyork.me. Bye for now.